Hello and welcome to the ninth episode of the Mongolog podcast. My name is John and I am the sole host of this podcast. I just wanted to start by apologizing for the extended wait. Uh, this episode is going to be focused on Dragon Ball and I wanted to give it its due diligence um, so I kept help holding it off until I could you know, physically sit in front of my computer, my prof- professional setup and uh, you know, do things the proper way. And unfortunately, it's just like the time never came. Uh, so I'm doing this on my phone right now. It's just a lot easier that way. Uh, thank God for Anchor because it just makes it so convenient to just do this from my phone and not have to worry about editing and all that. Unfortunately, you know, there's no intro or outro music. So it's another cold opening. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's just been crazy with the holidays, uh, or I should say, yeah, basically how the holidays, because I'm already prepping for Christmas, buying presents and whatnot. And I had to take time off of work to, uh, for Thanksgiving, um, and I spent so much money during that time that it's like, uh, uh, now I'm trying to make up time that I missed um, at work. And uh, it's just been a little wild. But uh, I just want to thank you guys for your patience. And um, yeah, I, I don't plan to skimp on episodes. So technically, um, you're probably going to get um, back-to-back episodes, because technically there's supposed to be two at this point. Um I am, this episode is going to be on Dragon Ball. The next episode is going to be on Boruto, um, Naruto Next Generations. And um, yeah, so this episode's on Dragon Ball. Uh, currently, I've read all of the original Dragon Ball. Uh, the, I think it's the first 16 episodes. This is I'm talking like when Goku was a child and you're first being introduced um, to him. Um not not adult Goku and his kids and all that. This is uh, strictly just orig- original Dragon Ball. Technically, it's all part of the same manga series. There's just time skips um, at certain points in the manga. Um, the way it's uh, the way it's formatted in like say Japan, uh, Dragon Ball is technically just called Dragon Ball, and it's 42 volumes of Dragon Ball. Well, Viz publishes it in English. And the way they have it is that the first 16 are called Dragon Ball, so volumes 1 through 16, Dragon Ball. Um, and the books are styled with like a red cover, at least digitally. And then um, it starts at volume 1 again after the time skip, and it gets into Dragon Ball Z. Um, and they just call it Dragon Ball Z. And this was, I think, what's to like match with the how the anime is set up. Most people know Dragon Ball by Z because, uh, I don't know, either Z aired more prominently, it was like more accessible at the time on Toonami, um, at least for American television, I'm not sure about like you know outside of America, but in Tsunami, Z was big and it still is big, or Dragon Ball in general still is big on Tsunami, um, and uh, so most people have seen Z, um, not realizing or just not knowing about the that there was a whole bunch of story before that, and that's what I'm going to be focused on the uh, first first. Um, section of dragon ball i guess where goku is uh, a child and um yeah so i just i guess we'll just get into it um dragon ball is written and illustrated by akira toriyama and um this is definitely his most popular work um there's no question about it i don't even have to look that up to know Uh, but before this he did do a series called dr slump which was more of a comedy like uh, i guess a gag manga about a robotic girl and her misadventures. Um, I read the first volume or so of that, and I actually really enjoyed Dr. Slump. I definitely plan to return to it, and I'm sure I'm going to do an episode on it in this podcast. Um, 
But the reason why I checked out Dr. Slump is because there's a section in Dragon Ball where Goku visits Penguin Village, which is where um, Areli, I think her name is, from Dr. Slump, that's where she lives. So it was like a little bit of a crossover episode. And I was like, wow, this world is so cool, and I love these characters. Uh, I was disappointed when I found out that they didn't have a dubbed uh, version of Dr. Slump in, in the anime. So I picked up the manga. But anyways... This episode is obviously not about Dr. Sump. It is about Dragon Ball. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was his previous work. And um, he's done some like other um, work. Like if you're familiar at all with the Dragon Quest video game series, he's done all the art for that, the character designs and all that. Um, and that's also incredibly popular in Japan. It's, it's kind of ironic that that also starts with Dragon, <laughs> Dragon Quest, Dragon Ball. Um, so yeah, uh, Dragon Ball is... Um, it starts off with, uh, we meet our character, uh, Goku. He's been uh, living in the mountains um, by himself. Um, he is uh, just kind of, he, he has no social interaction really. He's just kind of on his own. He's been hunting for his food. Um, he's very resourceful. He's very, um, in, I would say intelligent or maybe just resourceful because he comes across as uh, very ignorant when it comes to certain things when you meet Bulma. Um, Bulma is a genius inventor. She she's um, and, and at this point in the series, she's probably in her early teens. Um, she's utilizing uh, this dragon radar that she built herself, um, which helps her search for these mystical um, glowing balls called the Dragon Balls, which were created by um, Kamisama uh, or God in the series, I believe. And uh, basically, when you collect um, all eight of them, uh, you get to it summons a dragon and a dragon will grant your wish like kind of like a genie and it could be literally anything I, I don't know if there's any rules i think you can't like wish um for the same thing twice or something like that or maybe not maybe you can't wish this a person back to life more than once something like that um but uh sorry for the pause i thought i heard something um so yeah bomo's looking for the dragon balls goku is in possession of one of the dragon balls because his grandfather who um has passed he left him that as kind of like i guess a token you know or just like something to remember him by so it has a very um large sentimental value for goku and he stores it in his little um hut <laughs> um and of course this leads bulma to him because she's trying to track them and um i can't remember um how the exchange goes but basically i think goku Bulma convinces Goku to let her use a Dragon Ball or borrow it or something. And with that, I know that Goku realizes that once all eight Dragon Balls are collected, um, I don't even think he knew there were other ones, but once all eight Dragon Balls are collected and you grant your wish, the Dragon Balls go dormant, which means they, like, they kind of like stop glowing and they just like, almost looks like they turn to stone. And basically they just uh, scatter um, across the world uh, just in various locations and they stay, they go dormant for like a year. Um, before you can, um, before they, before you can find them again, um, <clears throat> so I think he agreed, probably agrees to let Bulma borrow it for now or something. Um, after Bulma um, tells him what she's trying to do, and uh, from that point on, it's just um, Goku and Bulma's adventure to find the remaining Dragon Balls. Of course, there um, are definitely other parties involved that are aware of the existence of Dragon Balls, so they're also trying to collect them. And that's where some conflicts ar arise um, when you have people with not-so-noble intentions also searching for the Dragon Balls. 
and uh, Goku uh, being like incredibly strong for his stature and his age um, has to deal with um, these people <laughs> uh, to put it uh, nicely I guess deal with them uh, he basically just kicks, uh, kicks the crap out of them <laughs> um, but he's um, so so this is like a, a comedy but it's also an action series um, a bit of martial arts but it's like kind of over the top it's not super realistic martial arts um, and there's some other things that come into play later, but, uh, yeah, the, the comedy is, was intentional. It was supposed to, Dragon Ball is definitely more of a comedy than Dragon Ball Z is. And that's because I think that's, was, uh, Akira Toyama's original intention for the series. He wanted to make it a comedy kind of like, uh, Dr. Slump, but, um, <clears throat> excuse me, but, um, when the manga was originally running in Shonen Jump, uh, being serialized in Shonen Jump magazine, I think it was kind of suffering uh, because it was just so focused on comedy. Um, but as soon as uh, uh, Toriyama introduced a tournament arc in the series, it suddenly just skyrocketed in popularity. At least that's what I remember reading. Um, so, so um, based on influence from like you know, based on reception from the readers and just influence from his editor, um, he mixed some more action into it. But it's still uh, more comedy focused than I would say. Uh, definitely more comedy focused than Dragon Ball Z was. Um, so, yeah, so you have um, you have just like those antics that Goku gets into. Um, a lot of the comedy his, stems from his ignorance of things because he's just a child and he has had minimal, minimal human interaction. Uh, one of the first uh, popular gags is that he doesn't even realize Bulma is a woman because he's never seen a woman before and he can't understand the concept of the, that uh, Bulma doesn't possess the same um, private parts as he does. Um, you know, so so there's some situations like that. You have other characters that come into play, like Master Roshi, who ends up uh, training um, uh, to Goku for a bit. He's a bit of a perv, and you you have his little antics, which can get tiresome depending on the type of humor you enjoy. But I still just enjoy Master Roshi as a character. I all the characters that are introduced in the series, it's a very that's one of the major strong points for me. I just love it's just such a colorful cast of characters. It, Watching watching the anime for Dragon Ball um, and or reading the manga, it just makes me feel so comfortable. It's like one of those comfort, like a comfort food, where you could just sit back and it's like be with these characters again. Um, and just uh, part of that's just the charm of the you know their designs, the voice acting. Um, I couldn't imagine watching Dragon Ball in Japanese. I, I just love the English uh, voices so much. Um, I'm trying to make this less about the anime because I've also seen all of the anime except for I, I haven't started Z at all, like m both in manga and anime. Just it's just that's why I'm doing this strictly on just the Dragon Ball portion of it. Um, but yeah, one thing I really like um, about Toriyama is just his his characters, but also his the world that he's built in Dragon Ball. It's so unique. It's um, so colorful and so like vibrant, um, and it's so for the most part it's very like. I don't know, like kind of cheery, like optimistic, even though the, in like, like in the face of like world threatening danger, um, there's still like this levity about it. I don't know until some later villains get introduced. It's pretty like, it's just a pretty fun watch. Like I just love watching Dragon Ball or I love reading it either or, um, I, if, if you don't care for slow pacing, uh, the manga is perfect because, some some chap there could be like uh, two pages in the manga that the anime will adapt into like i don't know like a two minute scene 
and like that adds up because it, it's just ridiculous how slow some of the um, manga gets adapted on in uh, animation it's insane <laughs> but uh i still i still can tolerate it for the most part some some areas um of the show were, were pretty slow compared to the manga that's why i prefer the manga um but uh yeah i just love uh toriyama's world building he's got you know from like anything from like the just the capsule shaped um houses and the um the yeah like the rounded cars and stuff it just and then like you have, you have humans in this world but you also have like aliens and like humanoid um animals <laughs> like that can speak english and they they're you know they stand on their their legs like it's it's so weird it's so weird when you think about it. like there's dinosaurs dinosaurs still exist in this uh this um world it's just like it's clearly it's earth but it's not it's like his it's his own version of earth and it's just like it's so cool um and then you've also just got you have this focus on uh, martial arts but also um like superpowers um it's a uh, really neat um there's just nothing quite like dragon ball and there's so many um manga that are influenced by dragon ball like naruto bleach one piece basically any major uh, shonen property that you can think of um i'm sure had some influence um by uh, toriyama's work uh, specifically with dragon ball it's just um it's just insane the legacy of dragon ball and it just continues um even with uh super uh existing now it's uh dragon ball is just still as popular as ever um but uh, yeah go so we have the uh we have the characters goku and bulma i didn't really talk too much about the side characters but we also have um yamcha and krillin which is like they become very good friends with goku it's just the emphasis on friendship is always prominent in these types of stories um but it's like when you see these characters uh just being together throughout this whole series like you can feel that there's just a, a bond between them and it's really it's really cool like i love krillin and goku's relationship um just as like really good buddies it's it's nice and they have a, like a healthy rivalry it's not like what you'd see in like you know some shows like naruto where like naruto and sasuke just have this very antagonistic um relationship um for a long time um and and that that serves you know that can serve a purpose for the story but i personally just like it when they have like there's a healthy relationship and the two characters could communicate um another example like a kind of like an antagonistic uh friendship is um if you could even call it that is uh deku and bakugo from the my hero academia series it's just um it can get a little tiresome that 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 trope of the antagonistic uh friendship um but like all the all the relationships and 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 dragon ball are just like so i just they're just so nice <laughs> i just i don't know i just get i smile just thinking about the the characters in in the um series but um yeah so dragon ball is just what i really love about uh, akira toriyama's art too is that he depicts action so well um it's always so exciting so engaging like especially with the tournament arts like, i can i could definitely see how the popularity skyrocketed during the tournament arcs in uh dragon ball because they're actually fun to watch and the victors of the matches aren't always as obvious as you think they're going to be um it's really fun it's really engaging it's what a tournament arc should be um but yeah, I'm just trying to think of any other topics I can cover uh, with this manga. 
Again, it's um, 16 volumes, so it's a bit of a time investment, but like if you read the manga as opposed to watching the anime, the anime is like 150-something episodes that adapts the original Dragon Ball's story. Um, so it's a lot. <laughs> uh, so the manga, you'll have a, lot, uh, a much easier time, and it'll be a lot uh, more enjoyable. Excuse me. As you can tell, I'm, I am exhausted. Um, but... Um, yeah, I actually, this, to be honest, this isn't my first time recording this episode. Um, I recorded it the other day, but I was doing it while I was walking home from work and it was outside in the cold and there was traffic and it was just like, I was like, I cannot have you guys like suffering through this. It, it was just so many audio issues. Um, so uh, I'm just trying to make sure I cover the, the points that I had uh, last time because I had, I was on a pretty good uh, topic. Um, let me see. So we got into some of the the characters in the world. Um a little bit about the author, a little about the series legacy. Um, yeah, I think I think that covered pretty much all I really needed to. Dragon Ball is just one of those series that really doesn't need an introduction, but I, I know that there's a lot of people that still haven't engaged with it. Some people are just turned off by the aesthetic, which is so unfortunate to me because, like, ah, oh man, that's like when somebody says, oh, I can't play the game because the graphics suck. The graphics are in... 8-bit or 16-bit like I can't play that and I like understand everybody has their own preferences they prioritize certain things and it's like if you don't enjoy something for its look then you don't enjoy it I mean I understand but like I, I was talking to my cousin last uh, actually during Thanksgiving and I was like she's like I, I can't really get in Dragon Ball because I just don't like the way the characters look and I'm like oh man that just like hurt my soul a little bit <laughs> um so yeah you might be thrown off by the older aesthetic but just the fundamentals in how Toriyama draws, how he frames things, just the way he draws nature and, and the way he just, oh man, it's just, I can't like explain it well enough because my, with my limited vocabulary on to describe like artistic terms, I, I, you just have to kind of see it for yourself. Um, it's, it's pretty amazing the way, the way he draws, especially when, when he gets into action, which is so funny that like action wasn't, his intention like but it's totally feels like he's in his element when he's drawing um um fighting scenes and for the most part you just have these over the top super fast exchange of blows but like even then when you could barely tell what's going on sometimes it's just like you know it's intense i don't know <laughs> um but uh, yeah i just want to apologize again for the way i'm just man i'm really trying to think of point any points that i might have missed that i definitely covered when i first um recorded this um yeah, I think that's actually all I wanted to cover. Um, I hope this audio came out okay. Um, uh, Anchor does a pretty decent job about like uh, normalizing all the audio and everything. It just makes my life a whole lot easier. And so I might have to, um, like, maybe in post I'll add the um, music and stuff if, if Anchor lets me do that. I'm not sure. I have to, like, experiment with it a little bit. And... Um, and then of course the show notes and stuff I'll add and post, um, probably through my desktop as opposed to my phone. It would just take too long. Um, so if you notice this episode being uploaded at first and doesn't have the proper thumbnail image or the proper, you know, or like fleshed out, um, show notes, which really isn't that fleshed out. It just shows like the summary of the series and, uh, you know, the announcement for the next, uh, series. But, um, Speaking of which, um, the next series will be Boruto, and I'm probably going to be uploading that shortly after this one, so I apologize if you don't get a chance to check it out for yourself. 
Boruto is also one of those ones that probably doesn't need too much of an introduction. It's a continuation of the Naruto series. I would say that if you haven't finished Naruto and somehow haven't been spoiled on just like, you know, what where certain characters end up uh, being, certain characters that live and die and so on and so forth that exist in Boruto, you might want to um, maybe avoid that episode. I mean, if you, it's, I don't know, it's just one of those things like the outcome of the series Naruto is pretty obvious if you knew what it was setting out to do in the first place. Um, so it sh- shouldn't be as a surprise that certain characters are where they are in the Boruto series. But, you know, I still want to give people that opportunity to, you know, not be spoiled uh, on it if that's what they um, wish. And I'm trying to do, I'm trying to be pretty good about that kind of stuff because a lot of people just don't care. It's like, well, you snooze, you lose. If you didn't watch it now, you should have been watching it. You know, I hate it when people use that argument. Anyways, I don't want to go on a tangent. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, thank you for your time. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I really wanted to give uh, Dragon Ball its uh, due diligence. Uh, there's so much like more I could have gone in, just like with all these episodes. But, you know, a lot of this, I just want you guys to be able to experience for yourself. Um, I hope I did a good job introducing it. If, um, you know, if that's if you wanted something that kind of piqued your interest about the series, I hope this uh did the did the trick but um yeah i i can definitely i'll always recommend dragon ball it's um to anyone really um it's a it's a really good series and i haven't even gotten into z yet so i just can't wait to see what it becomes um later on when the characters are grown up and stuff and things get a little more serious and the stakes get a little higher and while still maintaining that um comedy i know that it has because i've seen stuff from z that were um pretty funny uh so yeah thank you for your time next episode's gonna be on boruto i apologize for the way i'm getting trying to get caught back eh, caught back up in these episodes um for you guys okay i hope everyone had a great uh thanksgiving holiday and uh yeah talk to you soon